But if not, but if not, those were the words transmitted across the English Channel in 1940, early on in World War II. The English soldiers had been beaten back. They had been trapped. They were now on Dunkirk Beach in France. There was little hope of their deliverance. The German forces were moving in, closing in. It seemed like all hope was lost. All of England was waiting for the news that their boys were dead because they knew that was the case, or at least it would be soon. And yet in the midst of those dark hours, those dark moments, a transmission came across the English Channel. But if not... Was this some secret coded message? Some spy transmission? What were they trying to say? No, the soldiers, the English soldiers, were sending a message of hope back to the English people. See, this, this story, these three words, but if not, are a reference to the story of Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego in the book of Daniel. When they were before King Nebuchadnezzar about to be thrown into the fiery furnace, this is what they said. Our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the furnace of blazing fire. And he will deliver us out of your hand, O king. But if not, let it be known to you that we are not going to serve your gods. The soldiers were making a bold declaration that their faith, their hope was still in God, just like those men in Daniel's day. They had hope that God could deliver them in that moment. If God didn't, they still knew who God was, and he was the true God. They still had the hope of the resurrection, but they believed that God had the power to deliver them then and there. They had hope that they knew there was hope for today in God and for the last day. See, as God's people, we have that same hope. We believe in the resurrection. We believe in the resurrection from the dead, that this is not the last word on our lives. But in those dark moments, those dark hours when all hope seems lost, are we willing to say the same words as the soldiers? Do we believe in that resurrection? But if not, but if I am not delivered from this sin, from this situation, from this addiction, if I am not delivered out in this moment the way I want, will I still praise you? Will I still speak of your glories, O Lord, even if I am not delivered in this moment? See, Easter is all about the resurrection of the dead. It's about that hope for the last day. See, we believe that Jesus, when he rose, he didn't come back as some zombie. This is Jesus risen in the flesh. True God, true man, fully alive, fully restored. Body and flesh, full capabilities. He is truly returned. He has conquered the grave. And he has won for us everlasting life. But what hope does the resurrection give us for this moment? If the resurrection is only about the last day, if it's only about giving us eternal life, then what hope does it give us for the situations, for the particular conditions we find ourselves in right now? 
What hope does the resurrection have for the bill I can't pay next week? What hope does the resurrection give me when my marriage is falling apart because of alcohol addiction, porn addiction, drug addiction, whatever it might be? What hope does the resurrection give if my spouse is too in love with their job that they never come home at a reasonable hour? What hope does the resurrection give me if my boss abuses me and uses me and I don't have another way to pay my bills? What hope does the resurrection give when I'm facing the bully on the playground who consistently torments me? See, hope for the last day is great. But we also need good news. We need gospel. We need hope for today. See, if the resurrection is just about the last day, if it's just about a, a golden ticket to the afterlife, it doesn't do much for our present circumstances. Those soldiers in Dunkirk, they, they knew that there was hope for tomorrow in the resurrection, but they were desperate for hope in that moment, in those dark hours. If God didn't deliver him, they knew God was still God. But they also knew that God had the power to deliver them. God was capable of delivering them. See, within hours after that message, but if not was sent, without any formal organization or coordination, thousands of private English citizens got in their boats and crossed the English Channel. They used every boat imaginable, small fishing boats, large private yachts, even a ra- an Olympic racing ship. And they raced across the English Channel, facing difficult and dangerous waters, going into certain enemy fire to rescue those soldiers. They crossed, and within a day, every one of those English soldiers was brought safely back to the shores of England. This is what historians now call the miracle at Dunkirk. You see, those, those soldiers, they were willing to send that message because they knew their God is living and active now. The resurrection isn't just hope for the last day, but hope that their, our God, that their God and our God is still living and active The resurrection means that God has the power and that God is in control to deliver right now. Right now. Wherever we find ourselves. See, Easter isn't just about a a ticket to the afterlife. It's not just hope for the last day. Easter is hope for you wherever you are right now. Because Jesus has overcome sin, death, and the devil. See, it means that there is hope. That God has the power to deliver you. God has the power to do something. If Jesus has been raised from the dead, and he has been, then he truly does have all authority in heaven and on earth. He has authority over the situation you find yourself in right now. He has the control. He is able to give you strength to endure, give you strength to overcome, strength to deliver you. Jesus' resurrection was his coronation as king. That means that Jesus is in control. See, that is great news. It means that everything has changed, that nothing is the same. 
If Jesus has truly defeated the three great enemies, sin, death, and the devil, it means that we are no longer victims. We are no longer at the mercy of life circumstances, at the mercy of fates, or at the mercy of luck. Rather, we walk forward confidently in boldness because we know our lives are in God's hands. Today, tomorrow, and into eternity. Easter means that God reigns, that he is in control. God has the power. But let me be clear before I move on. Not every situation we go through here and now gets the resolution we want. We don't always get the deliverance like the soldiers on that beach in Dunkirk. We don't always get the escape we were hoping for here and now. This is because we live in the tension. We live in the tension between that day of Jesus' glorious resurrection when he walked out of that tomb victorious and the day when he comes and his kingdom is brought forth in its fullness. See, but we have hope because we know the ultimate victory is guaranteed. Every one of those soldiers from the beach at Dunkirk either has died or, or will soon, but there aren't too many World War II veterans left with us these days. Even though they were delivered that day, they were still awaiting that final day of deliverance. They were waiting in hope for that day of our resurrection, where we who were baptized into Christ will walk out of our graves, out of our tombs, victorious, because our Lord and Savior has walked out of his tomb, victorious. The death that the grave could not hold him any longer. And so we rest in that hope. See, Easter means that God is still working in power in our lives to heal your wounds right now. He's working in your life and in my life to free us from the oppressive powers and principalities, the spiritual forces that hold us down. God is working in power in your life. The cross and the crown. Through the cross and the crown, through Jesus' death and resurrection, we see that we see how even in the darkest and most impossible situations, God works in power. God is working in power. He often does that through our lives, through seemingly ordinary means, or, or through the lives of others, just as he delivered those soldiers through the English people. But the resurrection means that we have hope, that even in those moments of seeming weakness and darkness, where, where it seems like evil has won and the forces of good are defeated, we see that God works in mercy and grace, in power to work his will, just as he did through the death and resurrection of Jesus on the cross. See, the gospel, the Easter message, is good news for you where you are today. God might deliver you from what you're going through today, but if not, but if not, rest secured, walk out triumphantly, knowing that on the last day, that ultimate victory over sin, over death, over the devil, over what you're struggling with is guaranteed by his resurrection, by his life. See, on Easter, we celebrate that Jesus has conquered the greatest enemy and rendered it powerless. Death no longer has a voice to speak into your lives. Death no longer has that word of victory. Death has been conquered. The grave is defeated. 
The gospel is good news. Not just for the last day, but for today. For every day of our lives, the gospel gives us hope in every situation we face, in every conversation we have, in every second of our life. The gospel is good news. Our Lord has been raised from the dead. He is victorious. Sin, where is your sting? Death, where is your victory? You have been conquered. You don't get to speak into our lives anymore. So today, tomorrow, for the rest of our lives, we sing praises to the one who went the way of the cross for us and rose victorious, defeating our enemies and giving us the good news. Christ is risen, and we too shall arise. Amen? Amen. Amen.